Hold on to your hats. Because it's about to get, raw, deep, and unfiltered. Welcome to Read Between the Sheets. Here's your host, Adalbert. Hi, Maria. Oh, hello, Adalbert. Um, so, this is Maria. We went to Midtown High School together over in Florida. Yes. Um, unbeknownst to us, we didn't know that either of us lived in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, one day we just ran into each other really randomly in a random little mall in Burbank. The most random location to funny, funnier, because we ended up realizing that we lived in the same area, and this place where we uh, reconvened was 30 minutes outside of our living area. We were just like, yeah. oh, <laughs> this was meant to be. Yeah, it was quite literally, we, the entire time I was living here uh, in L.A., we were literally within, what, like five minutes of each other? Yeah. yeah. Not even kidding. Which is crazy in L.A., too. Yeah, considering the fact that everyone's usually spread out. So, like, in such a big city with so many people, mm-hmm. like, we had that moment where we kind of looked at each other. <laughs> and we, we were both like, wait, is, is like, we recognize each other. And well, was... I, re- I remember it that you, I was just walking, or no, I, oh, <laughs> bad memory there. Um, I was doing something on, like, a photo thing. I was printing out a photo. And oh, yeah, the little kiosk. Yeah, it was like a cool kiosk that you can print out a little photo and whatever. Um, so I was doing that, and then I hear Maria. I don't know if that's the correct memory, though. I no, it definitely was. Okay, and then you kind of looked at me, and yeah, you were like, like, Huh? I was like, You look familiar, but like, I can't pinpoint it. Yeah, and then like, I. I had to say my nickname from, like, middle high school, <laughs> which I honestly hated so much. Yes. And I murdered that nickname as soon as I switched schools midway through high school. Um, they used to call me Gibby. Um, the reason being is before I hit puberty, I looked apparently, supposedly, like Gibby. <laughs> and then everyone in school started calling me that. I wanted to I jump apologize. off the third floor <laughs> damn, like, balcony of our school, but... Um, I mean, yeah, no, as soon as I switched schools midway through high school, which is, like, when we, like, really lost connection, even though we had each other on Facebook, um, mm-hmm. I killed it. As soon as I switched schools, people were like, oh, yeah. oh what's your name? Adalbert. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> people were like, oh, is, is there anything shorter than that? I was like, Al, just straight up call me Al. <laughs> so, yeah, um, thank God, mm-hmm. because... Honestly, Gibby was not cute. Not for me. But yeah, I mean, and then we, I remember because we ended up um, after that making plans and I had your number still, which is so funny. And we ended up making plans for your birthday to go to that speakeasy. Oh my God. Yes. Where that was are. such a <laughs> You were already two turned before you even got there. That was a messy night. Not only because like whatever, I drank and all of that, but I just invited a ridiculous amount of people. It, well, there was like, what, 10, 15 of us? Yes. That's way too many. It was cool, though. Um, well, I just, like, I made really good friends at one job. I moved on to another job, and I freelance, so, like, constantly meet people. So I just invited, like, extra people from work, and then my friends, and then I had just seen you, so I invited you. 
And I was like, this is too many people. So half the time I was like, I don't know who's here. I don't know where they went. And yeah, I don't remember too much of that night. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it, it was, I, well, it got to a point where I didn't remember too much of it either. Mm-hmm. Um, one too many tequila shots, uh, I think. Um, I definitely busted my ass that night. There's no. a video somewhere uh, that my ex had taken. We just got in out of the elevator. And who knows at your, what? At your apartment? No, this was at his. So we're okay. heading towards his apartment. We had just gotten out of the elevator and he went to record me. And as soon as he did, I don't know what happened. I twirled around and fell <laughs> like face down. I've never seen that. Yeah. Um, that's always fun. But yeah, no. Um, but yeah, now we've, we've been hanging out more, which is great. I yes. appreciate it so much. It's honestly awesome. We're both from Miami, so... Um, I don't think I have the Miami accent. I think it comes out. Like, my two does. friends, Laylee and Alessa, they have... I wouldn't say really intense Miami accents, but they have Miami accents. So I feel like when I hang out with them, it comes out a lot in me. And right now, I just have oh, a mutual, sure. like, basic L.A. accent. Absolutely. <laughs> so I, I, I noticed especially going back home a few weeks ago, you know, because mental breakdowns and stuff. Mm. Um, when I went home a few weeks ago, uh, I immediately, the moment I got off the plane and saw my mom, Miami accent <laughs> to the max. And like, mom. yeah, it's like, it's this whole like Miami thing. And the moment that I get back over here, it like disappears. And yeah. then even then, yeah, then you you go back to Valley Girl. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Valley gate in me it gets excited. Um, even though I live like not even near the Valley, but yeah, I, everyone in LA has that yeah. apparently. Um, but no, uh, yeah, my my Miami accent can be pretty funny. But no, I, I've noticed, especially when I went over there back to Miami, I've been picking up a lot on Mexican sayings. Ever since yes. I moved here, yeah. Yes, I I was doing something today. I've been on like a high doing TikToks, and like not for anybody, just like yeah, literally so emotionally unstable that I just pick up the phone and record whatever the fuck I'm thinking, and it's just a stupid ass TikTok. Um, but fuck. Here's my ADHD. I forgot where that was going. Oh, this is terrible. So this might, uh, just to warn everybody, <laughs> this might happen a lot. You have two people with extreme ADHD over here. Uh, I... You're going to hear a lot of vocal fillers. A lot of, uh, and like, um, so be I don't prepared. even know, like, where I was going with that. Uh, we were talking about say? Mexican accents and then. Yes. Okay. So sayings. I was thinking of a TikTok to make, and this is why I can't ever actually be famous because this will happen in the middle of some shit yeah absolutely <laughs> um i i was thinking of something to do and i was thinking that i would like curse somebody out in it and the only things that came to my mind were like chinga or like yeah like very mexican like i can't even think of them right now whenever no listen whenever i get like surprised by something now i'll say <gasps> No manches. <laughs> no mames, way. No mames. And way. then, like, when I say stuff like that, especially when it was in front of my mom, my mom was like, dude, you're fucking no. Cuban. What the fuck are you saying? And I'm like, oh, yeah, huh? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, because everyone I work with is, is like, Mexican or they're mm-hmm. German. 
Interesting. Yeah, well, you know, frit forwarding. It's a it's a European white cisgender okay. males world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, welcome to TV too. Oh my, oh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I work on a show that's like, uh, people of color, and yeah. everybody that works there is white. <laughs> it, so uh, yeah. So without saying obviously a little too much, um works for a network that has a show that is literally about people of color mm-hmm. so what you're saying is it's behind the scenes though it's all white people yeah yeah 100 percent. that is, like I, the writers of the show not yeah and then the people who do the show work the show for the most part all white people love that like yeah. i think in the beginning of this season that i'm on I was the only person that spoke Spanish for like two months until they brought in my other coworker. No, no surprises. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the Amazon or heard of the Amazon show, um, Them, but no, it's essentially yes. yes. Th- yeah. So I watched it out of curiosity. Um, it's actually about uh, these black people in like was it the fifties? And yes okay i've seen like an episode it's really beautifully done it yeah but it's so i understand where a lot of people are upset about it so it, i can't really like it gets way too dark and way too gruesome and what makes me feel uncomfortable which is what a lot of people were talking about was there was unnecessary amount of like vulgarity and violence mm-hmm. they literally showed a woman being raped, a black woman being raped while her baby was being tossed around in a bag until it was like, until it died. What? Spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> um, but it was just unnecessary. And like, it was all white people who like created the show, essentially. There was like barely any remotely black or people of color yeah. who created it. And it just felt weird because it felt like, you know, it, it, it's this it's like old why tale of why are... are white people trying to continue telling these kinds of stories rather than now focusing on black joy black joy exactly but whatever which i think would be a nice moment to kind of segue into our latino latinx experience Mm -hmm. especially coming from florida which unfortunately (laughs) and in no way makes sense is a red state um and we both moved to a wait this alarm says set an alarm for the crocs yeah i'm trying to buy some crocs tomorrow no uh don't judge me they're too blow um okay i was in line for bad bunny crocs so, I can't so was i but i didn't get it mm, neither, you neither i didn't get the tickets either oh um add moment i got tickets oh, mm, so happy were you <laughs> i got six but <laughs> Yeah, we're so happy. <laughs> but I mean, aside from that, um, I'm t- again, ADD moments up in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so com- like we moved over here from a red state, um, and obviously Los Angeles is very democratic and very liberal. Um, OC though is very intense mm-hmm. <laughs> with mm-hmm. being red, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is why we don't like to cross over there that often. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually never been there. Good for you. Unless you go to Disney, then that's fun. Oh. But, I mean, I've yeah. been, I haven't been to Disney here, but, like, 
It, I mm. just crossed to Anaheim for like a day and came back. Good for you. Good. <laughs> Honestly, you didn't miss too much. I'm sorry if you're listening in from Anaheim, but not sorry at the same time because it's it's true. Um, but apart from that, um, yeah, especially since it's Pride Month, I think it'd be good to kind of like, you know, bring up the fact that like it's. I've noticed that like homosexuality and anything that's out of the norm, not even just like homosexuality, um, in at least full South Florida Latino culture, it tends to be so, uh, how should I say? Um, Mm -hmm. Homophobic, taboo. Very homophobic, very taboo. Um, A lot of people that I know over there are, Oh, my parents don't like I haven't told my parents. I think they know, but mm-hmm. I haven't said anything and things like that. And I've noticed that I mean, at least for me, my family's not too like we're religious, but not too religious. We were pretty, I want to say democratic uh, for the most part. There's a few people in my family that are questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been blessed enough where no one really cared in my family, but it does make me sad thinking about how many people and how many friends of mine um, or hookups, you know, um, are very on the down low and things like that. Yeah. And it's like a, it's almost like a, an army thing. Like mm-hmm. you, you don't, don't, don't ask, don't tell. Mm-hmm. Oh, for thing. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going back home to DR this summer and I I wear a fake septum sometimes because I just love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have, like, six piercings on my ear. Like, that's not a crazy amount. And I have a singular tattoo. And just out of those things, um, my family, like, questioned if I was gay, which I'm not. Really? But out of those, yeah, simple things, they were like, oh, what is going on in this world? Like, verbatim. Um, men are turning into women, women are turning into men. And I was just like, does it bother you? Like, does it affect you? No. So why do you care? And yeah, it makes me extremely sad that it's like always, it always has to be an argument. It, it, yeah. And that people can't be who they are, especially in their own country, in their own home. Um, and just how intense it is within Latin America. I hate it. I hate it yeah. so much. It's just really weird to me because it's like, and I've noticed, and it's not even just like a Latino thing. Um, mm-hmm. It's also a very South Florida thing, I feel. Um, it's very Everybody is way too fucking involved in what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Worry about what's going in, on in your own la fucking vecina, home. Yeah. Oh. La vecina, always. That's yeah. literally what everybody wants to do. It's just cheese me out. Exactly. So, you know, for the white people who don't, or, you know, our black folk who don't um, speak Spanish, basically what she just I'm said. Or, yeah, just non-Spanish speakers in general. Let's include everybody under the umbrella. <laughs> uh, no singling people out. Um, it's What she basically just said is it's like the whole neighbor aspect where everybody just likes to always be involved in what everybody I else's business is. I think there's a word is. for that in English. Um, like, like a, 
like a rhyme, like a nosy neighbor, something. Something so. like that. Yeah. Susie it's, something. Something like that. Yeah. I'll, for me, it's just nosy bitch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, like, it's just like, mind your own fucking business and worry about what's going on in your own home. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many, and, and this is sad, too, because I've noticed this a lot, especially in, um, at least, I, I don't know how it is in, in other people's homes. I can only speak on what I know, which is Latino households. I'm not saying every household is like this, but, like, inside of the home, people who are being molested, people who are being, not to turn this too dark, but people who are being molested, people who are being raped and stuff by family members or something, then nobody talks about it. But then you're so involved in everybody else and you want to play, like, God's, like, army and shit. Not to go further into any darkness, um, but I don't know if you've seen this, but it talks about, uh, like, if your kids don't want to hug a family member, don't want to salute yeah. a family member. Um, in, in Latino culture, you, you force it. You're like... Be saluda. Oh, it's so Be saluda tu tío. Be saluda tu tía. Um, and to me, that was very normal. That was very, like, saluda. Like, yeah. fucking say hello. Uh, and it just made me think, like, yeah, no. If my kid doesn't want to uh, saludarte, they shouldn't. Because they obviously might feel uncomfortable for something. But that's not something you think of as a parent or previously anybody who like now their kid is up basically our parents um mm-hmm. they weren't thinking that they were just thinking like we don't want to show that my child is not raised properly like it was always like oh somebody's judging me so like you have to be so perfect and like yeah and yeah there's just a lot of like latino things that uh and i'm learning this like through my relationship with my boyfriend too there's a lot of things that i expect from him that just come from a toxic Latino culture. And not even household, because, like, my mom is fantastic. I grew up uh, with a single mother. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. But just, like, the culture in general. Like, the need yeah. to always, like, saludar, to be perfect, to be clean, to be this, to be that. And it's, like, mm-hmm. calm down. Yeah, and there's just a lot of hypocrisy as well. Um, it's so infuriating. Um like I was recently having a conversation with someone and um about something in the family where someone said I was acting XYZ way mm-hmm. um in a family group chat. And then I was like, wait, hold on. I don't really care too much because <laughs> that same person has said all these inappropriate things too. Cause I exactly like my podcast name. I I'm very unfiltered. Mm-hmm. What you see is what you get. Whatever I say, I'm gonna say it. Um, if you like it, you do. If you don't, sorry. You know. Um, because at the end of the day, especially with like COVID, it should go to show you like a year and a half is definitely stolen from you. So might as well live your truth oh God. in every aspect. But um, yeah, like I just noticed it's very like that though, and it's very this person can do that, but that person can't. Oh, yeah. And I know it's not just Latino culture, but again, speaking on specifically what I know, and it's very stereotypic, but it is sometimes stereotypes are for a reason. That is why it is a stereotype. Mm-hmm. And it is frustrating. Um, 
but yeah i mean it, especially with like the whole um you know like again with the with the being gay thing like especially during pride month seeing how many people like want to express themselves in whatever mm-hmm. way they want to express themselves in but are afraid to um it kind of sucks to think about because um i mean we even then you look at it now and we see people like bad bunny mm-hmm. where as simple as nail polish yeah that's super criticized which um i fucking love his nail polish i love, love. i just love everything he does but mm. uh i think guys wearing nail polish is super hot it, i know so yeah. many straight guys who wear nail it's, polish and here's the thing though for me i feel like and this is where the hypocrisy comes in and especially with like um being gay and everything it wasn't necessarily okay and then we start seeing people like bad bunny doing it mm-hmm. and jay balvin doing it now it's and okay. maluma doing it and then it's fine because they're straight or whatever at first there was some criticism and pushback but the moment that it wasn't just bad bunny mm-hmm. it wasn't just jay balvin it just it wasn't just maluma then it was like oh, okay yeah wearing nail polish is super cool you yeah. know what i mean um and then I noticed since then a lot more gay people and people of uh, under the umbrella that is sexuality mm-hmm. and orientation and gender started to wear it too because we at least for me the way it felt was I finally felt comfortable being able to paint my nails and walk out of the house because mm-hmm. people aren't going to look at it as weird. Yeah. You know, because it's it's now exactly but it like took you said. Straight men, exactly, to make it a trend. Exactly, because gay men, God forbid, we wore it. People would call us faggots. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so gay. Which, yes, obviously, I'm so gay. So, <laughs> excuse the language, but damn, you know, like I suck dick, I eat ass, I penetrate, get penetrated. <laughs> you know, like obviously, I'm so gay. You know. Obviously, the fag in me is very prominent, but it just, it goes to show, like, it's like, it's, uh, it's okay when the straight people do it, mm-hmm. and then when, when like, everybody gets comfortable when everybody with it, gets then comfortable, it's okay. Then it's okay. For exactly. And that's my issue with it. That is um, true. I, I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. And it's just like, I notice a lot of things like that. And even then, like, I'm so sorry, but like there was this moment in Miami years ago where the Cubans, fresh off the boat, love my FOBs. Um, they there was this whole Ed Hardy craze. I don't know if you remember. Everyone at Dolphin Mall, which is the main mall in Miami, Ed Hardy bedazzled fucking T-shirts everywhere. Talk about a disgusting fashion moment. Ed Hardy T-shirts. <laughs> And Hardy fucking shoes. Participated in. I I. So I was like. If we're gonna be real, I did too, and so did my family, <laughs> my dad. Everyone. It was, the skulls were so cool. Oh my god, terrible! And then the dad, the men with the. Uh, well, they're still like this. When I went to go visit in February, I was like, oh my god, kill me. I they mean, still a few weeks Ed ago. Hardy? No, men, especially Cuban men, please <laughs> stop this wearing shirts that are three sizes too small when you are fat i am fat so i can say this uh-huh. i'm not trying to be fat please but baby girl <laughs> i'm not trying to see your whole ass stomach fucking out and about 
it, it's not okay. Unless you're wearing a crop top, and then that's okay. Yes. And then that's the look. Yeah, if it's a crop top, that's the look. Power to but you. But let it fit. Let it like. Let it be a fit. Oh, ex- ex- you know what? I'm. We, we need to make that like a hashtag. <laughs> hashtag, be a fit. Be a fit. Not be fit because like yeah. I'm yeah, lazy. Be fit. But be a fit. But you know, and like, oh my god, you know. So like, you complain about like you'll you complain about glitter being gay and glitters for girls and sparkly things are for girls and all this stuff. But you were just walking around fucking Miami <laughs> in your Ed Hardy bedazzled ass fucking shirt but shoes. Like, and- Everyone in okay, okay. I'm sorry to my Cubans again. (laughs) Honestly, no, because Dominicans, Dominicans are really bad about this too. But uh, the super tight skinny jeans and super tight polos. I think there's a meme. I don't know if you've seen it. That like (laughs) the caption is, "How'd you know I was Dominican?" And it's just this like I guess he's kind of buff guy like with skinny skinny jeans. And like a blue collared shirt that's just way too tight on him and it's just like but yeah. no no one will ever think anything I, exactly and that's my thing so like you can hide you can be gay and hide in plain sight wearing that shit yeah but and but that's and, and again it's like a lot of families try to even ignore that topic mm-hmm. so even if you were it'd be an issue but it's just like you can wear all these things and it'd be a problem and then my issue with that is like and I'm so glad my family made it to the States, you know, um, my dad and then my mom's parents and stuff. But, dude, you leave a country to get away from the politics. You leave the country to get away from the shitty people. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck are you coming to the States to continue being a judgmental asshole? I don't understand that. I want to say, like, you know, it, it sounds fucked up, and you know, to be like, I oh, mean, acclimate, you know. I think it, it has a lot to do with, uh, and I don't know this is as a fact or anything, but just, like, the way towns are created and smaller subsections of cities. Like, you got Chinatown, you got uh, Koreatown, you got Filipino town. Yeah. Um, in Miami, uh, you got Hialeah, then you got Homestead. You know where, who's where. Yeah. You know Hialeah's Hialeah's all Cubans. Cubans, and then Homestead's all Mexican. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know Doral. Who's in Doral? Girl, D, all of the above. <laughs> Venezuelans and Colombians. And Brazilians now, too, yeah. Oh, that's new. But um, I think that has a lot to do with it. You move to a new place only to be around the same people. You're still going to mm-hmm. have the same thoughts, same ideas. You're not really changing anything. Um, yeah, you're not changing anything around way. you that like you're not experiencing anything that shifts your mind shifts your mentality yeah but I, and what sucks about that is that it comes down to the 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 because i didn't think of it like that mm-hmm. which it is true you're around the same people but it's like whose responsibility does that become because it's like you it's up to you to be like i'm gonna I'm going to go out. I'm going to do these things. I'm going to change. But ignorance is bliss. Oh. T- and when you believe you are right. Oh, my God. Who's going to prove you wrong? And that's how. They don't care about being proven right exactly. or wrong either. And which that's is... how people like that live. It's just like, I'm enjoying my life. And this is what I know. And that's it. And like, I can't hate on those people because whatever, like you choose to live your life, but you don't know about any other people that exist mm-hmm. that are different from you. Yeah. And, I mean, 
your your life's just not going to change in any in any way and that's it that's kind of it and if you're happy with that i guess you're happy with that yeah yeah and then even then like you know coming off of mental health month Mm -hmm. which love that um you know and (laughs) speaking about like the ignorance and like the the kind of don't ask don't tell kind of thing in the latino community uh, mental health is a big one as well aside from just like lgbtq plus you know situations um and racism and all that stuff because love my latinos but we have a huge racism problem mm-hmm. very uh, call out all the dominicans calling out all the I'm cubans a- forgetting we're all from <laughs> slaves considering we were literally part of the slave hub we my favorite the is that like many people don't realize that without haiti the world would not be what it is today without haiti oh for fucking sure um and like they don't realize why haiti is so poor and it's because of other countries extracting all their resources Mm -hmm. in the past and their money um but that's a whole separate topic (laughs) uh but yeah mental health in latin america is also a huge taboo topic it's like you should only go which is something interesting but to finish my first point you should only go to the psychologist if you're crazy is the Mm -hmm. is the mentality or like you're not depressed you just like go get a job like you just need to work yeah um it's here we go again with the lost train of thought (laughs) no i mean it happens um i mean even then like when it comes to mental health it's something where like you said you're crazy if you go Mm. you belong in a mental institution you are not stable i started seeing a therapist recently when i got health insurance that i'm about to lose oh shit um uh if uh biden ever hears this um please help (laughs) (laughs) please pay for my insurance um actually that's why we have medicaid and shit like that but uh you were saying um i hate myself <laughs> yeah, listen both of us together it's a storm jesus christ um no so what you were saying was um how you just started seeing a therapist yeah i just started seeing my therapist and when I told my mom that I needed to see, that I, like, should see a therapist. Or, no, I think when I wanted to start seeing a therapist, it was more out of the reasoning of, like, I know I have anxiety. I've been diagnosed with anxiety. Um, so I should probably be seeing a person. Uh, it wasn't out of, like, I'm going through a panic attack. Like, these last three weeks, I've just been in panic mode. Uh she was like do you need one like why like do you feel like some type of way she didn't really say that verbatim or anything but it was definitely like a are you okay kind of thing yeah um and i'm just like yes like we all have problems we should all probably be going to therapy oh for fucking sure (laughs) Even if you think, by the way, people, even if you think your life is going fucking fantastic, yes, you should still be I, seeing a therapist. I literally told my therapist because, again, I started in January and so, like, everything was going great. There's really nothing, like, no mental breakdowns happening. I literally told Ugh, her, love that. 
yeah, it was nice. Now that's not. <laughs> I told her, I was like, I feel like I'm wasting your time because I feel like yeah. I'm just doing okay. And she was like, I never want you to think that. Like, yeah. look at all the notes I'm writing every time we talk. And I was like, oh, shit, you're writing a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was just like, there's that's stuff going on. By the on. way, that's when you know you, you're seeing a good therapist, <laughs> if they're writing a shit ton. Um, but it's like, I, I was having a great month. And I was thinking, like, I don't need therapy. But now I'm having a shitty month. So, like, what was I supposed to do? Just, like, hop back on the therapy train? It's not like a hop on, half off kind of thing. It's not like a Tylenol. Like, oh, you get a headache, it goes away with Tylenol. Yeah. That's it. Um, you work through things mm-hmm. in it. And, and I do find it funny. I, I think I was trying to mention this point earlier. In Dominican Republic, at least, um, you, you kind of just pick from, in college, you pick from, like, five majors. You're either a doctor, a... Uh, Doctor, business, engineer, um, something, and then psychologist. Those are like your five options. And it's like, what do you do as a psychologist if you're not treating just regular people too? Which is something that I'm going to ask this summer when I go visit because I, I do find that an interesting take. Like if, if Latin America sees therapy as such a bad thing, what are the people who study psychology? Uh, what's their job? What do you do? Like genuine question. Yeah. No, I mean for sure. Um, Are you breaking that that uh, stereotype and barrier in your household by studying psychology? Yeah, I mean definitely. I mean, I, first of all, I think more people should try to, especially in the Latino communities, um, in like the home countries. Um, I think we should definitely have more people who want to study psychology and psychiatry and all that stuff. I'm so annoyed at myself that i didn't study psychology you see i love i find it also interesting but so do i but i'm also very lazy and i don't want to put <laughs> somebody else's life in my hands because if no i mean i'd never be a psychologist i don't think i can handle that but i just i i just enjoy learning about people in the mind and why we work certain ways like personality tests and things like that and those are cliche and all that but like they're interesting and like as much as we don't want to like talk about horoscopes on first dates, like they, they fit. Kind of makes sense. They fit. Like all my friends fit each stereotype of each horoscope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> full disclosure: I'm a Pisces. Very emotional. Very also friendly. I'm a Scorpio. Oh, oh, water sign. Yes. Okay, cool. Love that <laughs> water signs in the in the building. Um, yeah, I mean. Even going to your point that you said earlier, um, I've recently noticed, so full disclosure for everyone out there, um, especially since, you know, like mental health is a huge thing and we're coming off, uh, coming off mental health awareness month. Um, a couple of weeks back, I ended up having a total mental health crisis where I woke up and just could not stop thinking. Um, I've had so many life changes within the past, like month that smacked me in the fucking face <laughs> all at once i think it was like god's way of saying i laugh because it's past now we're over it oh my god yeah thank god <laughs> um i think it was god's way of saying um bitch i'm gonna test you for a second <laughs> and i mean you've had it easy yeah easy oh my god 20 times easier now so basically lost my little mini tribe of friends um that i that was like an everyday thing 
um, lost a roommate, not by death, more like by choice. Uh, <laughs> I chose to kill her. Yeah. Um, I joke. chose to accidentally wink, wink, push her down the stairs. No. <laughs> um, so I went ahead and uh, I, I, we had a whole falling out. I had to look for a place to move. Um, three people I really depended on at work. Um, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, you know, are no longer in my same department. Um, just so much shit was coming at me, and I was doing this move alone. Freaked the fuck out. Uh, I, it was one of those things where I knew I was going to be okay. Like, I knew for a fact I was going to be fine, and everything was fine. But my committee in my head was like, uh-uh, bitch. <laughs> You're going to suffer You're going to suffer. So basically, woke up, could not stop thinking, and my thoughts just kept getting louder and louder, and I packed a whole ass bag, was, go- was on my way to a hospital to check myself in. I was going to get myself Baker acted. Oh, um, yeah, and my- I called my mom, which... This is definitely your sign, if you're listening, to call someone. Reach out to somebody. Mm-hmm. Called my mom. She convinced me to hop on the next flight out. Instead, did it. Went on a uh, mental health break for the week. My um, psychiatrist um, ended up uh, putting me on, on medical leave. And it was probably the best decision I've made. Yeah. I wound up doing absolutely nothing which sometimes we all need yeah and i felt 20 times better instantly better um and i came back and did everything everything fell into place and i feel 20 times happier but and i was seeing my therapist this morning i see one every single monday even when i'm feeling okay because i started to learn and realize myself that even if you're doing okay, even if you're in a moment where you're fine, that doesn't mean you stop working on it. Mm-hmm. Every single day, you should be working on yourself. You should be pro- being proactive because you want to prevent yourself from slipping into bad, mm-hmm. bad and old habits. You want to prevent yourself from falling into those dark places again. Doesn't mean it's not going to happen because our minds want to fuck with us all the time. You know, um, but it just means you need to be 10 steps ahead of the game and you need to work on Mm self-awareness because knowledge is fucking power. That's really funny because I my my therapist is always saying how she is always really impressed by how self-aware I am. And then I go, (laughs) I go to the point I'm like. Yeah, I think I'm too self-aware. Like, I notice way too much. Drives me <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, girl. Um, but yeah, uh, I was, I was going to go back to your point. Um, yes, we do need to work on ourselves every single day. Uh, I just want to say I am not doing that at all right now. <laughs> and like, not in like yeah. a... Like, oh, I'm going through some shit. It's just, like, I work a lot. I got to do shit. Uh, I want to go home and sleep immediately. And it's just, like, I am bad at getting into a routine habit of taking care of myself. And it's just, like, that's okay, too. Like, that is many people right now. Like, never hear 
a life coach or a piece of advice and be like oh shit i'm not i'm not that right now i'm not being that right now like it's okay like don't be that when you're not feeling that yeah i mean don't push yourself too hard either and don't try to be something you're not um it's okay not to be okay it sounds cheesy (laughs) but it definitely is and my therapist without trying to get too mushy um ended up telling me something a few weeks ago that really stuck with me she said adalbert nothing is wrong with you the only 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 thing that is wrong with you is that you are human and as someone who's human that just means you're feeling things the only time something would be wrong with you is if you're feeling nothing. <laughs> and chances are you're probably fucking dead in a ditch somewhere. Um, and, and not because you were murdered by your ex-husband, but probably because you're six feet under from doing too much cocaine. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, you know, and like that's the thing. I, I feel like, you know, especially, which I'm so thankful we're living in a blue state now, because I've noticed like, more democratic and liberal areas people are so much more open about talking about mental health wait there is um oh yeah for sure uh there was a i went back home to florida during the pandemic and like i've never had a flag on anything like not showing that i'm dominican not showing that i'm latina not showing that i support lgbt community uh not showing that i support any whatever 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 um but i was in orlando and we were going down some street and there was just like a bunch of confederate flags oh hell no and then there is a i don't know what that flag is called but the like all-inclusive flag does that have a name i don't even it's one of those like all lives matter bullshit flags no 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 like the good one the good kind oh okay (laughs) never mind (laughs) it's like it's the rainbow, it's the trans oh, flag. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the all in, Let's just call it the all-inclusive. All-inclusive. Flag. Because not all, all lives matter flag. It is the all lives matter flags. It is the literal all lives matter. Like, yeah. Like, all of the lives. Literally, and this time, not in a way that diminishes any Anyone other. Else. Exactly. Yes. All-inclusive. Um, yes. But I saw that flag and I was like, I get it. I, I know what that flag means now. Like, I see that flag and I'm like, I am welcome in your home. Yeah. If I have a problem and I'm walking down the street, I am welcome in your home kind of thing. And so that kind of, I haven't done it yet. I haven't bought anything, but that inspired me. I want to, uh, there's those little signs that say in this home, uh, we yeah. believe in science. We accept all love, all of that stuff. I, I want to have that because I would want anybody to know, like, you are welcome here no matter what. Yeah. and. That's the thing, like, we need to have more of that um, in all aspects, not just in the Latino community. I mean, especially with these past four years, not to get too political on this podcast, even mm-hmm. though it's going to happen. Um, in the past, like, four, four and a half years, I mean, with the reign of he who shall not be named, let's just call him Voldemort, even then we're not supposed to speak that name either. Um... <laughs> he who shall not be named it there was just so much division and now <laughs> for a second i really didn't know who you were talking about but um, i get it now i know you were oddly quiet <laughs> i was like okay um 
But no, um, <laughs> I've noticed, like, there was, well, I didn't just notice, like, everyone did. There was so much more division, and now that we've kind of have, like, some sort of peace and harmony, I'm not saying entirely, mm. some sort of, um, I just feel like we need to get to this place where we're a lot more open talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a lot more open about talking about um, transitioning from female to male, male to female, talking about non-binary, talking about lesbianism, uh, talking about homosexuality in general. Um, just, you know, and we are coming down that road. I mean, even then we've seen a lot of more, a lot more progressiveness in mm-hmm. things like Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Um, we see a lot more Netflix shows centered by that. But we also needed to be where it's not doing the bare minimum just by telling a story. Yeah. We needed to be where you fuckers are literally hiring people of color. Um, you're hiring people from the LGBTQ plus community. You're and, and not just to be the actor to tell the story that assists yeah, to gender be the showrunner. Exactly. Not just a showrunner. We need creators, writers, directors, mm-hmm. everyone under the technical name umbrella <laughs> that goes into film. The titles. Exactly. The um, we need more of that. And I don't even think it's just in... Because we need a lot more representation. It's definitely happening. There's definitely a lot of programs going on. Thank God. Um, yeah, I know Netflix has a program with this... Uh, I don't know. I guess they're an organization. It's called Ghetto Film School. Um, and it's, yeah, to give more opportunities to people of color in the film specific world. Um, and it's like between New York and LA. And I, I believe in like Chicago or something like that. Yeah. Which is, it, it, it's awesome. Like seeing the, the new things that people are doing. But, you know, um, just feel like we, there is the opportunity to move a little move it a little faster <laughs> or speed it up a little bit yeah speed it up a little bit but you know um it is and and the thing is i feel like once we start seeing that more and more on tv which i know a lot of people are like oh it doesn't belong on tv mm-hmm. you know why are we showing this to our children well it's because your child feels so fucking uncomfortable because they're not seeing themselves on the screen mm-hmm. or they're not hearing about themselves being able to be in doing things in the background. They don't hear about a gay astronaut. They don't yeah. hear about, you know, like... So, <laughs> I... Uh, this is a funny story, and I'm going to blur out every name. But someone who has a partner, um, heterosexual couple, uh, they were asking me, because I live with a gay man, um, love my roommate. He's my BFF. Um, but they were asking me like, "Oh, what if you hear him have sex?" And I was just like, "Uh huh. <laughs> like he's having gay sex like right next to you." And it's I was not like, even "Just like what surprises you me? can be having straight sex, and I don't want to hear it either." Yeah, one, I don't want to hear you fucking moaning, Rebecca. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up with your like little baby moans. Like, it makes me uncomfortable. I feel like a baby's having sex in the Ew. next room. Um, I mean, and that's that's another thing people need to work on. It's not just gay sex because you fucking straight people like oh, need wait, to yeah. admit. You like anal, 
okay, you fuckers, like, mm. will take each other's backdoor virginity <laughs> before you even take the vaginal that virginity. Just, not that part, but the beginning part made me think of uh, Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes in that video where they made out. Oh my god, that was for Instagram. <sighs> Jesus, that made me uncomfortable. And then y'all want to talk about straight people kissing. Listen, I mean gay people kissing. Yeah. Ugh. Straight people. Ugh. <laughs> Disgusting. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no. Um, I mean, it's just like, it, and again, that goes back to the hypocrisy of it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we're gross because we have anal sex. No, bro, you have anal sex too, mm-hmm. and at least we douche. Okay, you. <laughs> Girls don't be yes. douching, or the guys don't be douching, and y'all be having be some. I'm not, not to sound gross, but I'm not trying to chili cheese dog nobody. Ew. Like, how about we clean up your act first before you want to come for the gays? Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, um, uh, I did want to touch back onto mental health, uh, in general. You see how we do things here? We go from um, <laughs> anal to mental health. <laughs> I'm just being selfish. And she, said, she said, mm, butt sex, mm, <laughs> time sure. to talk about our health. <laughs> Perfect segue. Um, yeah, honestly, the worst segue, really. No, I just went back into like a serious thought. It's not serious. But um, there, so like, my boyfriend, uh, I am very grateful that I can, like, have breakdowns, and he will just kind of, like, uh, console me. But even even with that, there are many, many times that I still feel like I'm crazy, I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. Like, why? I don't think, why are you with me? I think that's a thought that I used to have, and I, I've learned to not go there. But definitely, like, you're going to like this is just going to build up and you're going to yeah. hate me and all this stuff um but that's when i work on myself that's when i'm like oh okay this is why i go to therapy for these moments yeah i'm i mean I, you definitely do get in your head about it um, and when i say you i mean yeah in general. About like in, in, in general not just like specifically yeah. you like we know me, i'm in my head already yeah i'm always like it does you know um a full like full disclosure i have i'm diagnosed with bipolar disorder type 2 i also have general panic disorder i have adhd mm-hmm. amongst a lot of other medical issues uh my body hates me a little bit <laughs> um but no um it does it gets me in these moments where i feel like i'm crazy mm-hmm and that was I me fe- yesterday dude yeah or i feel like a burden i think that yes, that's the exactly. worst fucking one that's what i was feeling because i was also like i just i i was like <laughs> i was trying to think logically and i was like let me tell him exactly what i want i said i want attention i literally told him i want an extra piece of attention uh but it just it wasn't the right way. I wasn't in the good headspace, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's hey, moments like that. Like, it's really funny though because like you become needy. Yeah. 
at least for yeah me, and I'm then i so felt like a burden just like exactly so it's oh, like this vicious wait, cycle. i'm telling you i'm being healthy here but really i'm just yeah i'm throwing burdening. my shit on you yeah it feels like i'm grabbing all of my baggage for the day <laughs> and like literally just chucking it at you and being like hey fix my shit you know and that's how it feels even though it's not you know and that's that's why I also feel like it's kind of hard to go to people because mm-hmm. I think the worst feeling for me is feeling like I am ruining somebody else's day. Mm-hmm. I am ruining somebody else's mood. I have a big problem with like uh, talking about things that concern me. And not concern me like a, or just concern. But like something bothered me that you did. Uh, I'm not gonna bring it up in that moment or in a certain moment because I'm gonna be like, well, um, tonight's the podcast, and I don't, I'm just using this as an example, but yeah, like, of oh, tonight's the podcast, so I can't bring that up tonight. Oh, tomorrow, like, now he's at work and it's 9 a.m. Like, he's gonna maybe get in a meeting and just be thinking yeah. about that. Oh, um, but now it's like 3 p.m. and he's probably having lunch with his coworkers. Like, that is my thought process instead of like just saying it in the moment. Yeah. Just saying it when I'm thinking it and feeling it. Yeah, and then at least, I don't know how it is for you, but for me, I, it then, I kind of, when that shit happens, I bottle it up. Because, <laughs> and you're unintentionally yeah. bottling it up in that moment. And then you start to, it, you start to get, aggra- at least for me, I get aggravated internally because I'm like, fuck, man, like, I really want to say this and, mm. like, I'm not able to. Mm-hmm. I'm really agitated. I want to open up. Um, and then it's like days later, and it's like, do I even want to fucking talk about it anymore? Yeah. And then I feel, in a way, it gets weird because then I feel so or some sort of resentment towards the other person, even though they did nothing and had yeah. no idea what's going on, you know? And then that goes back to me feeling like crazy because then I start acting like yeah. a psychotic bitch. My boyfriend is so interesting because, like, he, he tells me he wants space. Like, not in our relationship. Just, like, if we have a fight, he wants some space. And I'm not like that. I'm like, I just want to squash this right now. So Same. we've had to, like, find Compromise balance in that. And stuff. Yeah. So he'll, like, he'll have a bad night. Maybe, let's say, we fight, have a bad night. The next morning, he's perfectly fine. But mm-hmm. I'm not like that at all. If I have a yeah. bad... Yesterday, I had a bad night. Um, I was just, like, crying for, like, three hours. Whatever. Wow, and you didn't call me. That's fucked I'm up. Calling. <laughs> yeah, that's How, you're literally within five minutes from me. I know it's so bad, <laughs> but I woke up this morning and I was like, "Fuck!" Like I'm tired. I have a bad day, or I just feel like shitty, whatever. And my boyfriend texts me. He's like, "Hi, honey. I love you so much. Have a wonderful day." Like he just forgive and forget. And I'm like, "Yeah, I can't. Not yet. Give me a whole extra day. Yeah, if I don't squash it in that moment." Yeah. But, I mean, we've been able to work through it. And the other day, he was telling me, like, oh, look, we haven't fought in a while. And I was like, it's called therapy. Because I've been going to therapy. Yeah. And, like, talking about this and realizing this. And, like, having tangible, not tangible, but having practical ways mm-hmm. to work on things. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> it helps. Yeah, because, I mean... You start to work at your problems, and even then, that's kind of good. And thank God you and I are, like, pretty similar in that aspect where we're very self-aware. 
like you said, sometimes it could be a little too self-aware and then we're mm-hmm. in our heads too much and then we're like, oh my God, someone kill me in this mm-hmm. moment. Like, <laughs> my thoughts are too loud. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's, it's so good and it's so special to have people who are like that and can respect that. And it's good that you guys work on it and talk about it because, mm-hmm. again, the issue is so many people don't talk about mm-hmm. it. So the fact that you guys actually are, that is everything. Yeah, it's it's definitely not easy. And like, as much as it sounds like, we talk about all our problems and we resolve it. Like, no, the same problems keep coming up. Yeah. And we work through it whichever way. We try whatever method uh, we were suggested kind of. There's like mm-hmm. these thirty questions will make you fall in love type things, uh-huh. and not necessarily. I've never done that, um, but I feel like I kind of pull from little things like that. But mainly, my therapist. I'm like, I trust you. <laughs> I'm paying you. Yeah, I mean, definitely. There's some times where I feel like the person I should be trusting the most because, like, we can. Here's the thing: I can give you the best fucking advice. Mm-hmm. Like the most amazing advice and know what the fuck I'm talking about. But I am like I'm like the most fucking insane person half the time. Yeah. Um more than no, not even half the time. I think all that, the time. that means you're a good listener. Uh, even though I talk so fucking much. It's I mean, I don't funny. think it has to do with like how much you talk. I think it's just like are you intently listening to what somebody's telling you that you are able to give uh, them advice yeah. that is meaningful yeah. and helpful. No, I mean, most definitely, you know, um, but I definitely do think it's something where it helps even more hearing a professional say it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I can get advice from friends, but the, and like, they'll all tell me the same thing, like with my ex. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> you good? She, she's, yeah. you're dying over here? Lie, but yeah. Oh, I love choking on my own <laughs> spit. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, all my friends, everybody, you shouldn't be with your ex-boyfriend. You shouldn't be with him. You shouldn't be with him. The moment that my psychologist was like, mm, the relationship doesn't sound healthy. I was like, you're right. <laughs> I need to end things. <laughs> I'm like, Not to say that my therapist was like the reason, but yeah. like low-key, high-key, kind of. Well, it's also like a third person. Like it's a third-party perspective kind of thing like they don't know your whole life they don't know you they just hear and there's no biases yeah you know they're just hearing how you're feeling and what you're wanting and they're just like well it's not working for you so why are you still there right it's like that's how okay that's how my therapist has talked about like because i tend to just do or start a thousand projects and never like get through one yeah um she was like so if that one's stressing you out why are you even going to do it like just like, you have the option to just not do it at all. I was like, you're right. Like, it's something I want to do, but it stresses me out thinking about doing it. So why start it? Just take it easy. Yeah. Pick one and continue. <laughs> yeah. And another thing that I think kind of going based on that is start seeing things as pieces, not as a whole. Mm. Because. I used to be very all or nothing. Even, like, with same. friendships, like we're all or nothing yeah and it same i'm the same exact way and i'm having issues with that right now which Mm -hmm. is why i haven't been on social media um Mm -hmm. i went into this moment where it's just like i'm a very all or nothing person as well and i'm like 
if we're friends, I expect to be texting 24-7. Mm-hmm. I expect to be hanging out with you 24-7. I want all the, you know. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, especially in the state that I'm in now, where I'm in a more lonely and vulnerable place, mm-hmm. I started to catch myself going on Instagram, going on Twitter, going on Facebook, specifically seeking reasons to validate my feelings of loneliness mm. and being like oh you see my friends are out mm. i'm while well, i'm here alone at home and mm. i'm feeling depressed as shit you know and like i'm very i'm very like that i'm an all or nothing kind of person and in turn it makes me seek validation in negative ways yeah oh same a hundred percent same i i tend to delete uh instagram and TikTok and all of that. Uh, like, I deleted my Twitter completely. Like, mm-hmm. goodbye. Like, I don't exist on Twitter anymore. Um, because I got so addicted. Uh, and, like, I, I used Twitter on and off throughout the past, like, 10 years. Um, and I've probably deleted my accounts, like, 10 times. But I just got so addicted to each social media. Mm-hmm. And Instagram, I don't need to delete because it, like, it has nice memories. Um, but TikTok right now is my, my addiction. Oh, everybody's girlfriend. Everybody's like, I, well, so I got my, my second dose this weekend. So I was dead Saturday. I was literally just like, oh, when I thought you were on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You had posted something about you were really feeling it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I responded to it. Oh yeah. By the way, full disclosure which i've said a lot during this podcast um i am on snapchat though but that's the only one i have um i yeah she had posted that and i she had posted something of like herself and she's like oh, i'm really feeling it now and i responded i was like wait are you on something <laughs> and she's like <laughs> a uh, fucking covid vaccine that's what <laughs> she's like i'm on that that moderna baby girl oh yes <laughs> i'm on that moderna um uh, yeah, I don't even know. Uh, we talk about how, like, even then, like, on like this past weekend, you had gotten your vaccine. Uh-huh. No, I was just sorry. I'm bedtime. Um, I was just so tired, or just going through the fever and the whole thing that all I did was just sit and watch TikToks. Because, yeah. like, I'm a big YouTuber. <laughs> I like as in I love YouTube, not that I am a YouTuber. She's like, mm, I'm not an influencer, bitch. Not me. Could never. Um, no, but I love watching YouTube, and I always find it super funny. Um, but TikTok is just fucking hilarious, oh, and absolutely. it's like I just laugh with everything. Like nothing is ever sad, nothing's ever drama, or it is drama, and then you're like scrolling through comments. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> I love the, the um, comment section. Yeah, and and I don't feel, at least not yet, uh, and I think it's because TikTok has such crazy numbers in terms of uh, engagement that I don't feel like, oh my god, I I need to post this and get uh, a thousand likes or whatever. Yeah. Um, versus Instagram, that that's how I feel. Like, if I don't get a certain number of likes, I'm like, huh. Oh Makes you feel god. like shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, damn, it. bitch, I look good in this selfie. The <laughs> fuck are you guys doing? But then you're gonna go, you're gonna go fucking like this photo of my dog. Go fuck off. Yeah, there was a TikTok that I saw that the girl, uh, she was clapping back at people who said like, 
something about like why do you post shit like that like you're ruining your own trip and she's like i stalk myself i love my instagram i do it for myself and i was just like damn yeah i do stalk my own instagram so much like that's why i should want to make my instagram look pretty because i want to look at it not because i give a shit what anybody else is looking at it yeah which is like another like if you really look at it it's like another huge issue in in itself when it comes to mental health mm-hmm. oh like, for sure social no, media horrible. Like, we should all the craziest instagram all all, all 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 social media should be deleted yeah i mean uh i agree are we gonna do it no, no. No. I definitely delete the app off my phone. I constantly. just, yeah, it's not on my phone right now. Do mm-hmm. I have still have the account? Yes. Why? Because I'm going to need to start promoting this podcast. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it, it does. It plays, it sets unrealistic expectations, but we don't, it's not that the app itself does. We yeah. do to each other. Yeah. We put these people on pedestals. We compare ourselves. You know, so it's not really social media that's the enemy. It's we, we, we become our own enemy. Mm-hmm. and like that's such a big problem but like we just need to start like really you know now that we're going to be wrapping this up mm-hmm. you know um we we really need to start working on like not really giving a shit about mm-hmm. what everybody else is doing yeah and just like i said stop being a self i do think i do think the healthiest part of tiktok is that i'm not worried about what everybody else is doing exactly everyone's a fucking psychopath on there like yes i i literally think that's the only reason why i am enjoying tiktok because on instagram i'm just oh they're here oh they're there oh my friends are doing this oh my friends are doing that and i don't get fomo but tiktok like there's nothing to have fomo about it's just people literally talking and saying whatever that's on their mind or some crazy shit happening or some random ass dances or i I don't follow dances like anytime a dance pops up i'm like skip but recently i've been trying to learn a dance so which one i don't fucking know oh it was the (laughs) i don't even know because so many of them sound like that (laughs) i don't know how the song goes but the dance has like a little like hot thing i don't fucking know Mm -hmm. you guys should see this in person it's iconic um but yeah i mean no definitely like and that's the thing like it's because we're doing things so mindlessly when we're Mm -hmm. on tiktok and i feel like we put so much importance on other people's lives when we're intently and intensely following Mm -hmm. other people rather than a for you page where it's just consistent random shit it's like we are obsessively following specific people yeah. or following each other. And then we start comparing each other, like uh, ourselves to other friends, mm-hmm. our friends, friends, so family members. I unfollowed as of like a year ago, um, all celebrities on my page. I don't, I think I, there's only like maybe a couple people that I follow with a blue check mark or like really small celebrities from like shows that I work on. Um, but I don't follow bad bunny. I, I don't follow any artists I like. I'm I like, only follow them just so I know when any music is coming out. I mean, with Bad Bunny, I don't have to worry because he just puts it out. Oh. And then you'll just listen to it when it's the same day. Yeah. yeah. But I get your point. I just, like, 
it became and because instagram's algorithm has changed so much that now you just only see the people that are most popular instead of others i decided to unfollow them because i'm like you don't need more followers you're fine and i want to see my friends so i'm not gonna follow any of you yeah that's where i'm at good good for you i mean (laughs) yeah i mean it's just it's really important but i also good for you for deleting social media yeah, I mean, the thing is, I and again, coming back to self-awareness, full circle moment, mm-hmm. I just realized I was having those toxic patterns. It wasn't mm-hmm. anybody else. Mm-hmm. It wasn't someone doing shit to make me feel bad. It was just me. I realized that I was starting to actively seek other people's stories mm-hmm. to validate my feelings of loneliness. Yeah. So I think, you know, to kind of close this out, you know, people just need to start being more, oh, just start working on being more aware. Um, aware of le- being less aware of your surroundings in terms of what other people are doing in their lives all the time. And just start focusing more on what you're doing and what you're doing every single day to make yourself feel better. Even mm-hmm. if that day it's calling out of work, even if that day it's calling mm-hmm. out of a class, just to so fucking feel better. I can't ever do that. Yeah, well, <laughs> and in this case, you can't. fucking hilarious, because they're just like, mental health is so important, and I'm like, but you I can't, can't call out of work. Yeah, you know, so if you're able to do stuff like that, or even if it's something as small as waking up just five minutes earlier every day just to mm-hmm. kind of That's get some things That's definitely something I need to do. I tend to wake up like, not to extend this anything, but I tend to wake up 10 minutes before I need to, and I still don't even do anything. But like in that time is when I should do a 10 minute, five minute meditation. And like yeah. that'll change everything. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I love that for you. Love to hear it. But yeah, um, <laughs> you know, walking away from this, you know, just... It sounds cheesy, but it's a very Christian thing to say. Love thy neighbor. <laughs> but more importantly... Love thyself. Love thyself. Yeah. Exactly. You know, um, start working more on loving yourself. Because honestly, like, you have one fucking life to live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're here for such a short amount of time. We look, look what fucking happened. We're all excited about 2020. We fucking blinked in, <laughs> and the Lord said, "Nah, bitch, I'm stealing this year and a half from you." You know, June 15th can't come any fucking faster. You know, mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing how this year changes. Looking forward to see where we wind up towards the end of the year. Yeah, I'm um, excited. I'm excited for all the new things that are coming. You are starting a new job. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you come back from DR, which I'm so excited for you. Oh, I you don't know. Oh, well, we'll talk about that after. <laughs> so I thought, but I guess I thought wrong. Mm-hmm. So with but, that. Um... <laughs> but with that said, you know, glad you came. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. I agree. I mean, it's cool to be able to have this platform to talk about the things we normally talk about anyway Mm -hmm. yep exactly but instead let other people in on our thoughts behind it as well you know because i feel like sometimes you just need to listen to other people Mm -hmm. to relate to them to feel a little less alone Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah you know you're cozied up on my bed thank you for coming on read between the sheets
my unfiltered podcast. Um, and you know, who knows? Maybe we'll have you back on again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you have a very good night. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. And good night, everybody else. Good night, Los Angeles. <laughs> Tune in again next Wednesday. Nuzzle up deep in those sheets and sleep very, very tight. <laughs>